This is War Room Moments, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and most relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. War Room Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board. Here's your host, Jason Miller. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of War Room Moments. Today, I have a special guest on, great friend of mine, uh, Matt Aponte, and he's going to drop some really good nuggets about mindset and things like that on you today that are really important. Matt, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Jason. Pleasure to be here. Awesome. Why don't you tell uh, the audience just a little bit about yourself and tell them what your superpower is. Okay. Um, so I am, uh, I call myself a lifetime entrepreneur. I started my first business when I was 16 years old. I'm going on 43 now. Um, I've owned uh, legally 13 businesses in that time. And uh, so in the last five years, though, I've really focused into the and leaned into the business coaching side of things. And um, mostly centered around mindset and breaking through, you know, some of those limitations we set as ourselves as business owners. Um, and so, my superpower uh, is uh, my superpower is, is being able to help other business owners to be able to gain clarity in their mind and and kind of navigate this uh, uh, forest that sometimes we don't pay enough attention to. Um, that is uh, one of the keys that that keeps us from achieving the massive levels of success that we we all want to achieve yeah yeah and you know you and i have known each other gosh it's had to have been two years now at least right um for sure and you know you come from a lot of experience and a lot of different things and that's the value driver here uh, is that and um, you know, when you start talking about mindset and being on track and all these different things, it's a, it's an important topic. There's no doubt about it. But what is it you're seeing out there today when it comes to, you know, with the pandemic and all these things? And how has that shifted and changed people's way of thinking and in, in you know, mindset and all these different things working with the clients that you're working with? Fear and uncertainty. That's the biggest thing. Um, <clears throat> you know, we, we all deal with, uh, at one level or not, you know, whether we realize it, whether we want to admit it or not, we all deal with some level of, of fear. Um, and this is what fascinates me the most, you know, from becoming a, a certified hypnotherapist, NLP practitioner, um, cognitive behavioral therapist, you know, I, and for myself was the driver. Whenever I first read, um, you know, a book, that uh, let me know, you know, I could be afraid of my own success, you know, fear of success. I was just like, what? Fear of success? That's that's a bunch of malarkey. You know, I really was. I didn't believe in that stuff. But the more I started diving into it, you know, there were so many things that resonated with me. So my point is, is that all of us deal with some sort of deep down subconscious fear, whether it's fear of failure or fear of success. And those are the normal drivers um, or hinderers, uh, you know, whether it is that, you know, we achieve what it is that we set out to achieve or not, or it seems like it takes years to achieve what we do or not. What I'm noticing now, though, is, is that 
those fears and those uncertainties have become amplified like a hundred times because, you know, <laughs> you got some people thinking that, you know, it's going to be the end of the world now. It was like, you know, pandemic, and then we're going to have a nuclear crisis or war is starting and all these different things. And so being able to manage that fear and put it in its place or reframe it into a different perspective is something that I've been helping a lot with lately. Um, and, um, you know, living in the now, you know, not, you know, worrying about the future causes us, you know, anxiety and stress, um, you know, leaning on and only staying in the past causes us depression, you know, guilt, um, and regret. But whenever we're able to kind of just stay in the now and just focus on what we're doing now, focus on what we're doing today, what is it that we want to accomplish today? Um, that's what I've been, uh, I've been noticing is helping a lot with the clients that I'm working with currently. That's interesting because, you know, we all get caught up in this hustle and, you know, the chaos of the week and, you look at your calendar and it's just like slammed all week. And you're just like, Oh, Friday, <laughs> right? <Yeah>. It's like <laughs> Tuesday is just another Monday. Wednesday yeah. is just another Monday. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and I think what you're talking about really, really, it, it's not just in the business side of it. It's in the personal side too. Right. So right. it's like, I, my, one of my things is my only woo-woo thing I have is, is uh, you have to take your business plan and marry it to your life plan, right? That's, that's something I really believe in and being in that moment at work and then being able to walk out the office door, cut the light and leave it there and then go and be with your family and be in that moment, I think is extremely important. And I think a lot of us do, I think I do an okay job with it, but, <laughs> but I think it's something we all struggle with is yeah. balancing that work-life balance of things. And, and then you have all those other things. So it's like, we're constantly have meteors coming in all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's like being a ninja. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and you're yeah. just chucking off the meteors. And what you're talking about is really important because it's so much deeper than, you know, just a thing. We're talking health. We're talking all these things. And, mm -hmm. and, and that's, you know, something I'd like you to talk about is, business and health, right? And how those two things are so important. What's your take on that? Well, I uh, actually kind of wrote a book on it. Um, it's called The Art of Kicking Ass <laughs> and Taking Names. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I published my, had my first book published in 2021, I think it was. Yeah, beginning of 2021. Um, yeah, The Art of Kicking Ass and Taking Names, The Ultimate Guide to Mastering Your Day Without Burning Out. Um, and that just came from, uh, many years of me doing that typical entrepreneurial drive. You know, you gotta, you know, I got caught up in all of these, you know, these people that, um, you know, are saying, well, you gotta hustle, you gotta hustle, you gotta work. If you're not working 80 hours a week, if you're not like Elon Musk, you know, then your, your competition is going to overtake you. And so 
I was just, that's what I was doing. I was just working, working, working until I hit a burnout wall where, you know, it was essentially like a borderline depression. And that's what burnout, what true burnout is. And so, you know, I realized I can't do this anymore, but I'm not going to give up. And so I had to figure out how to balance. And that's what really kind of led me into, you know, what some people call the whole woo-woo thing, you know, meditation and balancing and creating homeostasis, you know, a mind-body connection more often. So that way my parasympathetic nervous system can operate more, which is not the sympathetic nervous system, which is what most people are operating in when they're at work and they're stressed and they're, you know, their brain waves are, are going crazy in the high beta wave. And, you know, we don't eat because our uh, digestive system is shut down and we don't think because all of our minds and our thoughts are focused on, you know, uh, panic or paranoia or getting these things done. And so when you tie that into health, if we're not uh, mindful of that, we don't strike a balance and it doesn't have to be meditation. Meditation is just essentially um, a form of where you're in the present, where you are focusing on what you're doing and you're clearing your mind. You can do that by playing guitar. You can do that by playing the drums, piano, painting, going for a walk or a hike in nature, playing with your kids, you know, playing football, tossing the ball. It doesn't matter what it is. When you're fully in that moment, you're allowing your body to establish a connection um, in that present moment, doing something that you love. And that's really just what meditation does. But the scientific important part of that is, is whenever you can marry that at some way, shape or form into your daily life, you begin to balance. It's like a decompression. The reason why there's, you know, uh, CEO suicides is on the rise and, um, and um, also uh, executive uh, stress is, is a, it's a new epidemic that nobody's talking about. The reason why that's the case is because there, there is no balance that is struck in life. There is no time, whether it's 10 or 15 minutes a day in the morning or in the evening, when you come home and you just read a damn book, you know, and you just like unplug for a minute, like, give me a minute, let me breathe. And if you just take those few little minutes throughout the day, which is, you know, what I really wrote the book about was being more, you know, there's all these, you know, 80, 20 rule, the Pareto principle and all these things that you know, us smart CEOs and executives know about, but if you're not given a practical way in how to uh, apply that in your life and, and, and an easy way to say, oh, well, okay, well, I can do this, I can do that. If you don't have an easy way to do it or apply it, then it's just those cool things that you know about and you read about and you apply once in a while and you just hope that's happening in your business. But when you take charge of those things, and you are intentional about your day and you set boundaries and you real, you know, you let people know, hey, these are my working hours. I don't take texts. I don't reply to emails in these hours. When you set boundaries, your life begins to go back more into balance. You get to be more present for your family. You get to be more present for your spouse, your partner, your kids, whatever it is. And you get to have a little more me time because why are you chasing, you know, all of this success with your business anyway, if it's not to have a more fulfilling life? And so that all ties into health and being able to manage all of these things helps you be healthier. It lowers your stress levels. It lowers your blood pressure. It uh, allows your body to do the things that it needs to do because you're getting a better sleep, better rest at night. And so you know, without kind of going on, because I could talk about this for a long time, David. Uh, that's kind of my, 
right, right, right. Yeah. Well, the, here's the takeaway that I think is the little nugget there, and that is <clears throat> setting boundaries. Right. That is setting boundaries when it's family time. You put the electronics away, and that's the that's your time. You know, that's your time to be in that moment. When you're with your client, that's the time to be in that moment, right? So that's that being present, being, you know, I'm here, but I'm not really here, right? And I used to fall into that too, years and years ago, where, you know, it's like, I would make the comment of, well, Jesus, I've been up here in the house since 4.30, well, yeah, you have, but you've been doing this the whole time, right? So you're here, but you're not really here. <laughs> you could have just as well stayed down in the office, right? So, yeah. so it's important to catch that. Catch yourself doing it for sure. But I think that's the little nugget of takeaway there. But what what do you, you know, you've got years and years in the seat um, of business ownership. What's a struggle that you could share with a young CEO to stop him from taking him or her from taking an arrow in the back? Hmm. You know, I think one of the things that if I could tell my younger, you know, 20 something year old self when it came to business um, was because ironically enough, I didn't hit any struggles or problems in business until I was like 21, 22. Cause whenever I was younger, I just did what my dad told me to do. And it was easy, you know, right. uh, and then I guess I started to kind of get a brain and think for myself. But one of the biggest things I would say, and I don't know if this really answers your question, but I think it's, it's valuable is, is finding a mentor, finding someone who is been where you are uh, or where where you want to be, has been where you are and is now where you want to be. Someone who can help guide you. um, And it doesn't even matter if they're in the same industry or business. Someone who, uh, you know, can just guide you along the way. I, I wish so many times that I would have looked for a mentor. My father was my mentor because he's he's been a business owner as long as I can imagine uh, or remember for a long time. But you know, I moved out of the house whenever I was 21 and I kind of went on my own and did my own thing. And I was such a, a stubborn, you know, little SOB independent, you know, person. I thought I knew everything. And that there caused me to take a lot of arrows in the back. You know, out of the 13 businesses I've owned, um, nine of them were massive failures, you know, and I've lost hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years due to my own pride, due to me thinking that I knew what I was doing, I didn't need help. And if I needed help, I could figure it out on my own. And so if there's one thing I could go back and tell my younger self was, is that, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know, formulate those those partnerships with people um, that have expertise where you lack. Don't be so proud to not recognize the areas that you're not strong in. And don't be so 
um, stubborn to think that you can be a master in all these areas. When you begin to formulate and bring in key people, maybe it's only two people, three people, maybe it's only one person. When you begin to bring in these people that are great at the areas that you're not, and you can all begin to work together, that's when real success happens. So I don't know if that really answered your question, but that's definitely something I would have told my yeah. younger um, business owners of. Right. It did. And it kind of leads to the, you got to get the hell out of your own way sometimes, right? <laughs> put your ego down, put all those things down and realize that, you know, wow, I need to get the hell out of my own way. Cause I'm the one that's holding this show up. Right. <laughs> so, and when we're younger, I think we all do it because it's like, you're just going, 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 going. And then it's working, working, working. And then it stops working. And it's like, oh, no, what is going on? It's like, <laughs> yeah. boom. Yep. Tactical nuke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that's that's great. Um, well, kind of closing out here, Matt, uh, one of the last questions I like to ask is if you could have had anybody on this call today, dead or alive, mentor, whatever the case may be, and you could ask them the one burning question in your mind, who would that be? And what would that question be? Hmm. Okay, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, Supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think I would ask um, uh, I, I, Napoleon Hill. He's the author of Think and Grow Rich. Mm -hmm. um, that was the book that started me down this whole mindset journey uh, in 2009. I'll never forget it. I was struggling in sales. I picked up a job in between my business failures. Um, and uh, I was doing 100% sales commission. And this guy, his name was Dan. Um, Daniel. He was from New Jersey, typical like New Jersey guy. He was so good in sales because he was just a great doctor. And I was struggling. And he came uh, after work one day and he put his arm around me. He's like, hey, Matt, he's like, he's like, I got something for you. You know, you can imagine this New Jersey accent. And uh, and I was like, oh, what's that? And he just, you know, handed me this book. And it was like an old book. You could tell he used it for a while. It's kind of tethered. And I was like, OK. And he's like, no, nah. he's like this book. He's like this book made me who I am today. And he was the best salesman in the in the whole company. And uh, so I was, so that would made me like, okay, well, I'll, I'll read it. And so I read it. And that's kind of like the door that the book that cracked open the door to everything that I do today. Um, and I would ask Napoleon, uh, what was it like? What was it like interviewing all of these, you know, oligarchy and working with them, you know, Henry Ford and um, you know, uh, Carnegie and, and all of these people, I, I would want to know his perspective because there are some things that he said in the book, which led me to believe that he took the value from them, but there were some things that maybe he didn't quite sit right with. So I'd love to have that conversation. <laughs> with him. I think that's what I was doing there. Yeah. It'd be interesting to know, like, what the thoughts of were of some of the founding business owners of this country, yeah. wouldn't it? Where, yeah. where, cause, cause we all know there's a lot of dirty laundry there. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, you don't know it all obviously, but 
but uh but yeah that would be that'd be an interesting thing to know for sure the the good and the bad because all you ever hear about is the good right (laughs) for sure well hey thanks for that matt and hey uh so just kind of closing this up here how do people get a hold of you to work with you how do where do you want people to go to be able to work with you and and uh find out how awesome you are (laughs) thanks um well, you can just go to my website. It's really easy. It's my name, Matt Aponte, A-P-O-N-T-E, mattaponte.com. And um, all of my uh, you know, coaching packages, also other services um, and products that I put together for you know, business owners and high achievers are there. And uh, you can contact me there. Also, if you're on Instagram, if you like Instagram, you can find me there at the Matt Aponte also. Um, and I post content there pretty, pretty regularly. Awesome. Well, Matt, thank you for being here. As always, I appreciate you. Um, you. I appreciate our relationship together. And thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. I appreciate it, Jason. Pleasure being here. Awesome. All right. Well, hey, thank you for attending today's War Room Moment. And remember, dream it, believe it, and achieve it. It's Jason Miller, your podcast host, signing off. Thanks for listening to War Room Moments with your host, Jason Miller. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.